Hello there. This is Eric Sinrod from Dwayne Morris. This is your weekly Tech Law 10 podcast. We're well into the 100s at this point, and we're going strong, and we're continuing into the future. Uh, I'm joined by my colleague, as always, Jonathan Armstrong. And two things, Jonathan. One, I think you want to announce a, an exciting development for you, uh, which, of course, is great, and naturally we'll continue with these podcasts. And then secondly, let's talk about this issue having to do with Twitter tagging. Jonathan? Yeah, thanks very much, Eric. And uh, yes, very, st uh, very much still colleagues, although I'm at a, a different firm now for most of my time. I'm at uh, Cordry now, which is a new firm focused on technology and compliance issues. So from now on, uh, I'll have a different email address, but I'm very much hoping that it'll be business as usual with these podcasts, Eric. And yes, I've been looking at big changes to Twitter as well. Um, as uh, many of you will know on the call, Twitter had two big updates uh, to its uh, um, Apple and Android uh, operating system versions this week. And we wouldn't, uh, tech lawyers as we are, we wouldn't normally be as techy as to look at the latest uh, updates to the operating systems. But I think this does have an impact on tech law. On Twitter, you can now tag up to 10 people in a photo and upload up to four photos at one time in any one tweet without it affecting your character limit. And it seems to me that just as we've had issues with Facebook tagging and people adding photographs of friends or people they've met without consent, then just because Twitter is an even more immediate medium with even more room for error because of the short 140 character limit, then I just wonder if this isn't a disaster waiting to happen. I, mean, I know, for example, from um, uh, taking my daughters recently to the theater and hanging around backstage afterwards that there's a big stage door scrum for a, for a selfie with famous uh, actors, in this case, uh, David Tennant and so on. Um, and we can see that in that situation, the, you know, who can get the first photograph uploaded to Twitter tagged with the actor's name is going to be a competition in itself. But also, as we've talked before on these podcasts over the years, um, Eric, people always have cell phones with them. In the olden days, I think people could have privacy, but now there truly is no privacy. So if you're drunk and naked and uh, <laughs> with, uh, you, you know, in a, in a party environment, or all yeah. three, um, then there is no hiding place. And I think the immediacy of Twitter, plus the fact you can uh, tag these photographs quickly and easily from your uh, Android device or from your iPhone, just um, spells a potential recipe for disaster uh, to me. And I wondered if you um, were as pessimistic as, as I was about this. I'm certainly skeptical and perhaps even verging on pessimistic. But I'm not thinking about the, your, uh, the image you created of people wandering around drunk and naked and they're getting their photos uh, uploaded and tagged. And that happens. And so it's a problem. Now, of course, a simple answer could be behave yourself. And I think we've said that before, but that's mm -hmm. not... You know, people aren't going to completely live their lives, you know, 24/7, according to some sort of rules of, you know, perfect 
etiquette. It just doesn't work that way. And I think we might have mentioned before, I think I mentioned, that some now, some parties are such that they're cell phone free parties. You have to leave your phone at the door mm. so people can act as they want freely without fear of, you know, later uh, recordation and recrimination. Uh, although people could have two or three phones on them and perhaps turn one in, and that's the dummy phone, and still have the other one where they can take pictures. And I'm, I can relate to this issue personally because uh, my, both my daughters were recently home from college from, for spring break, and we were in our living room, and I was about to take a picture of one of my daughters uh, as she was uh, spinning yarn on her yarn spinner, and she looked up at me. She said, don't take that picture. And I said, why? It's just for myself. She says, well, because pictures can be taken and then put on either Facebook or Twitter and tagged, and I don't like the way I'm dressed right now, and I don't want you doing that. <laughs> my response was, well, I'm not going to upload it and put it on the Internet. But there's already an awareness, even in fairly innocuous settings, that once a picture is taken, it can be shown to the entire world immediately. And so to the yeah. extent we facilitate that and make it quicker and more broad-based, it exacerbates potential problems that you've identified, Jonathan. No, I think so, that's a great example. And I suspect if you're a corporation, the other thing you will want to be doing is, is just remind your employees of your social media policy and, and maybe even tell them how to switch settings so that they can avoid their um, uh, Twitter account being, being tagged in this way. So at least the damage could be minimized a little if they just uh, switch their settings around. Exactly. Well, good topic. I'm glad we're carrying on. It's very exciting news uh, in terms of your new opportunity. Uh, but we just want our audience to, to be assured that we have many more coming. And so you can reach us as always. I'm still at Dwayne Morris in San Francisco. Uh, EJ Sinrod at DwayneMorris.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. And Jonathan, why don't you now provide your new coordinates for our audience? Yeah, I'm delighted to. So I'm now Jonathan Dot Armstrong at Cordery, C-O-R-D-E-R-Y, uh, compliance.com. Obviously, I'll post up the new details in our uh, LinkedIn discussion group as well. As ever, we'd love you to get involved, and we look forward to speaking to you next week. For now, goodbye. Cheers. 